And we're live. Welcome to Painkiller Nearly, episode 35. I was just watching the uh, paintball video that Kyle put up. Yeah, I put I, it has up. Has it been Karma Horde on Reddit yet? I'm sure it has, like twice. Yeah, probably. Oh, I didn't see it. And, and I did not want to edit that thing, but I had to because I knew they'd give me so much shit. <laughs> I, they uh, wouldn't, though. Like it, so. No, they would, especially because they didn't last time. So... so they all think that I didn't edit that last survival video or that, that last adventure video together, but I did. I just mm -hmm. won't give it to them because they were assholes. <laughs> like it, it wasn't a matter of. Are you uh, uploaded lack. it though? No. Oh no. Never. Wait. Never. Are you saying you There's... didn't upload the survival video footage? Oh, I uploaded that, but I have our our um, zip lining it and uh, whitewater rafting footage. I have that. Oh, and you you never uploaded that. Yeah. No, they don't get it because they were assholes. <laughs> so it, it was never a lack of effort. I, I did it. It's just they can't. They're not allowed to have it. So that's what happened there. Um, but I had to do it today because I knew they'd give me a ton of shit if I didn't. And uh, but I felt like shit. I, I got sick. One of you motherfuckers got me sick. I don't know. <laughs> They've been much it. friendlier on the subreddit in the last monthish or so. Um, so that's a good thing. But yeah, I, I, now maybe it was the plane. The plane is usually where I blame my sickness on. She isn't sick too. Yeah, oh, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, I, I think it was duct tape, man. Fuck you, duct tape, man. <laughs> I've been coughing and having a hard time breathing for months now. So I, I'm like, that's it's an incredible hawk, right? That's my secret. I'm always sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, always, we always joke around about duct tape, man, and his uh, mm -hmm. duct tape vest and everything. But he showed up again this, this year. So thank you again, sir. Dude, and he gave me this cup. He looks better. He's lost weight. I yeah, thought he got taller. I was certain yeah. that he got taller. You say he did too, right? That guy's 22. That's he is okay. not maybe, just maybe, hitting puberty. Maybe uh, maybe he lost the weight and it sort of uh, it helped his uh, structure a little. Maybe, he maybe he's a chiropractor. And, standing taller? I don't know. But it, so you, We both thought he was taller and um, he's, he's undoubtedly thinner. What uh -huh. did you say? I said, I think he's he's tall, right? Like, is he as tall as I am or taller, right? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. He's he's. I'm gonna call him six three ish. Yeah. You know, something like that. He's uh he's tall, but I never thought of him as tall before. But now I see that. So uh, so he's growing into the good man. That's cool. Yeah. I'm happy for him. Yeah. He he was. We were talking about his job. He said he got a raise at work. He's making a, a considerable more uh, amount of money per hour. So yeah, everything's going well with him. Yeah, that's good for him. That's good. <laughs> the whole trip was great, right? Uh, I, I really enjoyed that trip. So. Like, um, before the trip started, like contractors and people that I talked to, which is a whole other thing, uh, they were like, man, this is going to be so great. You got to play paintball, whatever. And I'm like, dude, it's a business trip. I know it doesn't sound like one, but you go there, you got things to do. You're busy all the time. You're not slacking, whatever. It was not just a business trip. It was fun. I had a good time. I went in there worried that it wouldn't be a good time, that it would be draining and stuff like that. But, um, I, I left thinking you know, we should do this again. So, uh, and, and the other cool thing is, so one of the things that makes me feel good about it is everyone was happy. So the, the owner of the paintball field was happy. The, um, the people who went to play with us, like the fans, they were happy. And then you and I were happy. And, and like it, the, to a man, every single person thought it was a really good idea and a really yeah, good trip. Yeah. We, uh, we, we spent a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with, um, with the fans. I feel like as much as they, uh, as they wanted, I felt like if they, if they engaged with us, we had plenty of time for them. It seemed like some of them though, I never spoke to, they just kind of helped, they kind of stayed to the edges of the group and kind of watched the others, which <laughs> I'm cool with that too. Not everybody uh, needs to get up close and personal and lay hands on you and everything. Uh, maybe just being there as part is the experience is all the uh, experience they want. But, uh, there were a couple of girls who I never spoke to, and, and I'm not saying that I like want, was you know going after them or anything. I was just wondering, are they? Did they come here for our event? Are they here by accident? <laughs> is their boyfriend is their boyfriend a fan of ours? Like, how did they get in our group? Who are they? Uh, never spoke to them once. Uh, I never spoke I, I to the girls. Know. I spoke to one girl. She was there with a the boyfriend. Okay. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh. I was leading teams all trip long, like every map. Like yeah. it, it started early in the first map. I think it was the first morning of the first day. Like we were playing Nuketown and I started asking around. Like I'm not shy about asking refs or people who look like experienced players or whatever for advice. Like, you know, are there key strongholds on this map? What's the, you know, what's the uh, essence for success on here and, yeah. and stuff like that. <clears throat> and um, then once they tell me, I start telling everyone else as if I know what the hell I'm doing. And it's like, all right, we're going to do me and six 
six or eight guys are going to go. We're going to take the bus. We need someone laying down a line of fire so that we can cross. And, and um, it went over so well by the third or fourth map. They're all like, Woody, now what? You know, tell <laughs> how, what's our game plan strategy for this? Uh, the bumper cars is the key to this map. You know, it's easy to shoot out, hard to shoot in. And, uh, it, and it was fun. The first day especially, I did well. So in paintball, I consider myself like a one, one and a half KD player. But on day one, I was like a three KD player. I was I was doing really well, and it was neat because when we did really well at the last paintball event, it was because all our fans had bad guns. These fans all had good guns. We had made a big enough deal out of it that everyone went for the better packages, and yeah. everyone's gun <clears throat> was as good as mine. And uh, I still did well. Chiz got a new gun. Did you hear? No. He uh, he bought himself a Geo, like the thing he was shooting uh, at the event. Really? He borrowed, uh, yeah, Chiz borrowed the uh, <coughs> the guy who owns the field. He borrowed that guy's Geo. Uh, I think he had a 3.5, and I think mm -hmm. G um, Chiz went and bought either a Geo 3.0 or a Geo 3.5, a red and black one. Was it so, new? Yeah. I don't know that. Dude, uh, they're expensive. I don't, uh, mine was 1400 new, but that's, that's a couple years. That's a functional year. used car. But that's a couple years ago, so I'm sure he, pro he probably paid 700 or 800 something like that. They were 1400 on the wall at the pro shop. I saw. Yeah, that's the pro shop might not be the best place to buy a gun. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, but anyway, yeah, so Chiz has a high-end gun. In my opinion, and, and I, everyone seems to agree with this, like once you get to like 500 bucks, like an axe, which is what I have, your further success will come from more skills. Like it, it, if I had a Geo, my KD wouldn't rise. Thoughts? No, probably not. The, the most important thing is reliability. To me, it's reliability and consistency. Uh, it, it, you know, I want the balls to consistency it, I, over accuracy. Accuracy is non-existent with a regular paintball gun, so I just want consistency. I hmm. want a, a regular kind of pattern of balls going over there. I don't want them doing squiggly shit. Right. Um, so, but reliability and consistency, and that's all. That's all I need. Hmm. Rate of fire is awesome, but sometimes it can be a bad thing. You can get carried away. You can just be like, oh, and all of a sudden you've shot 120 rounds <laughs> at like one guy who was hiding the entire time. It's like, yeah. like, what was I doing there? I'm just scaring the fuck out of him because like. <laughs> You're completely right. I, I, my gun's right now kind of tuned for, it's, I guess it's called ramping, right? Like I, after I shoot a couple times, it's, it goes like full auto. And um, it's easy to shoot a lot of unnecessary paint. And so know, like. I, so there are limits to the rate of fire that they allow you to, to, mm -hmm. to shoot at. And um, I don't, I'm going to sound stupid, but it's, it's what is it? The, I can't remember the league or whatever it is. But anyway, it's, it's like 10 or 12 balls per second. And I promise you, our guns are shooting much faster than that. <laughs> uh, they, they just are. And, and I just feel like our event was kind of a little private event where I don't remember anyone chronoing our guns. Did that no, happen? I, I was Let's... definitely not chronoed all weekend. Yeah. Now I know all the rentals were chronoed properly, and I know the refs were running around and like spot checking occasionally. But I, uh, I think there were there were a few guns maybe shooting a little bit fast. Um, like I, oh, got, I have these cute. all over my body. That's cute. <laughs> cute. That's, Can you do better? Oh God! Show me your penis. Like... Oh, oh, that's uh. So I'm gonna I've say you have like, more shots, but mine are the ones I have are better. I've got uh, I got one in my armpit on the left side, uh, which is absurd to me. It's never happened. <laughs> what I have a lot, and I'm not gonna show you, but across my body. So this this situation would happen a ton. Like there's a wall. I'm on one side, you're on the other. Not you specifically, but hypothetically. And or maybe there's two guys there. That happened too. And yeah. I'm like, all right, so I'm gonna come around, I'm gonna trade, right? I'm gonna take that room so that my team can go in behind me, and I'll just take those two out, knowing that I'm dying myself, and that's a thing. By day one, I was lit up across my body. Like I just I've been shot a lot from very close to just it was ouch. We were playing uh we were playing Nuketown. And I, I moved up past the bus and started crawling until I got to the white truck. And then I ran from the hood of the white truck to, uh, to a, like four crates that are kind of positioned in like a delta form, like a V. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I, I dashed in behind those and I was like, holy shit, I'm on the front lines. Like, it's just me out here on mm -hmm. my own. It's, I'm about to pop up and fuck some shit up. Like, even if they get me, like, there's got to be like half a dozen guys wide open to me right now. I've moved up so far. And then the pain started. Mm -hmm. And I realized that there was one guy, just one, who was 
almost as far into the field as I was on their team, which meant he was just behind the white truck on the other side of the white truck that I had left. And so he just started shooting me in the ass and back area until the refs asked him to stop. <laughs> which uh-huh. he, he was a, he, I, could, I, could, I could immediately recognize it was a green like E-Tech or, or V-Tech or whatever the hell it is, the, uh, the rental gun. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he was a little guy. And I just remember I could hear it. <laughs> just he, he chewed my ass up my whole back I, I, I think he shot me six times i had a, I had a situation I, like I, I charged ahead uh and like at the very start of the map i got further ahead than anybody i think maybe lozon was with me and he quickly died out and then for the next like 15 minutes i'm pinned down too far out like my whole team's behind me i keep waiting for someone to join me nobody does you saw it because you were like would he get closer to the barrier and um and eventually i got shot in the back of the neck that guy i don't know why he shot me he thought i had a gun i guess but like those are my two worst bruises right here like like all of this bruising is due to like a guy shooting me uh, when I wasn't even in the game. I was standing there like cross arm, like covering my nipples. <laughs> when there's all that crossfire going on and people are shooting and stuff, I don't typically walk around. <laughs> well, I leave the premises. I like to. Well, I like to walk around. I like to see what's going on. I was recording mm. you with my thing, see if maybe something oh, crazy happened. You know, maybe a good scene. Maybe, maybe you're gonna do your Matrix cartwheel and you know shoot a few guys if you went. Like, if like, I that's knew you were happen. recording, that's what I would have done. Whenever I saw the cameraman with a camera on me, I, that's I I was like, well, time to do something now. Like, yeah, like, me too. Even if I, the even cameraman, if I tip, it'll he be had work. like a fluorescent orange vest on, and he's like filming me, and I'm like, well, I'll be damned if he's getting footage of me cowering like some sissy behind him. Like, let's go, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, I played really aggressive, which means I I died a lot too. But um, yeah, I charged forward. I. I Like, a lot of it was in map control in my head, right? Like, if you can get to the enemy's flank and shoot, it's funny, paintball teaches you, like, about war and stuff. Like, oh, we're behind them, we're side, whatever. Once people are shooting at you from two angles, it's super hard to have good, effective cover. Yeah. So so what you want to do is push forward enough so that, you know, you are creating two angles, and then they're all going to get shot out in a hurry because they can't hide. And um, so sometimes I would die just knowing that I sacrificed myself to get map control, you know? I traded with this room, but now my team can move in behind me and, and you know, we own a flank that we didn't have before. But it hurts. That's that's why I think it would be fun <coughs> if we played in a scenario game, except we were actually taking part in the scenario aspect, which is something we never do. Like if we had ourselves like a ten man team of each and uh, and we had objectives and we were like setting up an ambush or something above a creek bed, like that would be fun. Like if everybody had radios and stuff. Um, they're gonna they're gonna have a scenario game in July. Uh, I think they want us to come back, so that might be something to think about. I know it's yeah. gonna be hot. I, I, when you first said July twenty fifth, I was like, "Ooh, that sounds hot." And the thing about paintball is, it's nice if you can wear long pants and like a padded jersey. And in July, that it might be hard to pull that off. But there's a UFC card that is stacked that's also on July twenty fifth. And did you hear about this? No. Oh, no. There's a, there's a UFC card, and it's stacked. I, I could look up the fighters. It might not mean much to you, but it's a card that would be awesome to see. I mean, one or two championship fights. and Is it, it in Chicago? It's in Chicago on <laughs> July 25th. And, you know, Joe pitched it, and he's like, hey, there's this thing. And I'm like, can you get us awesome cards? I want to sit next to Shaq. They're awesome tickets, I meant. And he's like, oh, I'll see what I can do. So, um so it would be, I mean, I don't mind paying for the tickets. I, I just, sometimes, you know, the, the ticket next to Shaq isn't even for sale. So, um, uh, you know, Joe often hooks us up with like friends and family tickets or something that, uh, that are right there. So Joe would be a spectator too. And, um, yeah, yeah that'd be cool. It would be um, super cool. We could combine paintball and go into the UFC fight. I already bought and- us, uh, radios. Um, <laughs> I, I did. I don't know if you remember, like, uh, for the survival thing, I bought us all radios. Oh Yeah. So nice. I've got like I got like eighty mile like CB radios with like and they're all a different color like the Power Rangers. <coughs> yeah, I got three of them. So got the throat mics. Do you really have throat mics? Yeah, it's just a little. Uh, it's like an eighteen dollar additional thing to, for the. Uh, I've know, never the used a throat mic. I wonder how the audio on that works. I, I I would really like an audio solution for moving around. 
You know, like if you if you put it under your shirt, you get the rustling, which is bad. If you put it over the shirt, it can grab things. Like like imagine playing paintball where you had a cord on the outside of your jersey to your run into your pocket and catch and it'd be caught up in your gun and stuff. Um, <laughs> I've got so much going on already, man. I wouldn't want anything. I, it's so complicated for me to play paintball with like like. <laughs> I uh, I had a lot more footage, but it's just like there's all there's so many complications that if I m- miss one step, then the whole thing gets ruined. There th- there's that, like you said, and another thing, just GoPro is like it. Oftentimes, it just the aim gets off. You know, oh, you're shooting I, at the sky, you shoot. I in, in the clip where I go in the boat and shoot those three or four guys. Like mm-hmm. as I'm going in, if you watch carefully, I slam the camera into the wall, and it goes like face down, so you don't get the camera the uh, the scope uh, ang- angle for that shot. Okay, yeah, and, and that's super common, right? That happens. Yeah. It, it, it's it's tough to get these shots that you want. I don't when GoPro releases like their official footage. You know those amazing things. They're usually really easy. Like here's a camera on a skydiver's head. Yeah. That'd be nice, you know, like on a on the nose of a surfer's board. Right, right. That's easy compared to like, you know, a GoPro helmet. I like my replay better. I, I like the replay <coughs> because uh, I like it that it's cylindrical and it takes up less uh, less space, really. It, it presents mm-hmm. a smaller target area for something to shoot. Now, that one, fair enough, that one did get shot right off my damn head. <laughs> uh, uh, but... Other than that, was I that thought a replay? It, I thought it was a contour because because of the shape of it. Contour? No, contour is out of business. The, I knew the replay, that. Um, I bought the new replay. It's um, 1080p at 60 frames, mm. uh, and it seemed fairly easy to use. And it had, uh, you know, it'll sync up with your phone through Wi-Fi, so you can see. That's what I had on the, uh, on the Scorpion. Scorpion. They can do some nice things. Like one of them shot a laser, so if it was on, you can just like put your hand at it and know where it's pointing and that it's running. That's oh, that was of, yeah, that's a that nice was the. Feature. Um, the contour, contour did that. I don't know who yeah. if it's been copied yet. But this um, one has a vibr it, it vibrates to to let you know stuff through it's it's like Morse code again. So <laughs> dude, the event was successful by for like everyone involved felt like it was a win and that made me happy. Like my big What was your going, favorite mill? Mill? What does meal. that mean? Oh, meal. Um I'm a little fucked up. I'm on a lot of uh cold medicine right now. <laughs> I have like a, Kitty's got British cold medicine, and uh, and I I don't know it was like it's like British Theraflu, and I'm pretty fucked up right now. <laughs> High as so, a yeah, what was your so what was your favorite meal? Um, my favorite meal I you, you know you'd think I'd say the Brazilian barbecue, which was awesome. I out ate everybody, and uh, it, was it was a incredible. hands down win. I it might have been that it, I. Last time we did Brazilian barbecue, I was hungry, but not like mega hungry or anything. And I was saving my appetite all day long. I hadn't eaten much. I hadn't even drank much. So I came into Fogo de Chao. Did I pronounce that right? Fogo de Chao. Fogo de Chao. I came in there like on empty. I'm crashing. My head hurts. I'm feeling awful. I'm like just covering my eyes, protecting it from light. We had to stop at a gas station to get him Tylenol. Yeah. I was, and I try not to complain much, but I was feeling terrible like 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 i thought i was gonna throw up and um and then we got there and the food arrived and i started feeling better and i just ate and ate and ate and uh out ate everybody hands down yeah i started showing off at the end (laughs) like rubbing the dessert thing with my fork yeah that's ridiculous (laughs) so that was a good meal but um the very first one with the the nachos and stuff uh i had a really good time i missed the nachos did you yeah, I was at oh. the gun place. The nachos were great, and uh, something about the excitement—it was like the launching pad for the whole trip. Uh, made it a good time. <laughs> really? <laughs> I missed the launching pad. I know you were walking around doing the gun tour, but um, that gun tour was, was good anyway. I got some—I got some free cool gun stuff, and I think I'm gonna work out a nice deal with that guy. Oh, I'm getting my drones for sure. Uh, they got shipped five days ago. Nice. It's like, um, two jumping drones, two of the like big video drones. Uh, I think four um, of their like micro drones. Um, I think I already said, but two jumping drones. I don't even know what those are. I have an uh, update too. I'm sorry. I should, you should two, finish. I'm just excited. And two of their Bluetooth headsets. That's awesome. And that's a lot of gear. That, like the, the price tag on what you're talking about is much higher than the price tag on what I'm about to talk about. But all my mic gear arrived. And you know me and mic gear. I have two new boom mics. Like this is a... <coughs> I can't even get it in, in the footage. That That's... This thing is on a boom like that. And um, the problem with the boom mic I have now is that it's not big enough. And, yeah. uh, and I, yeah, like for me to use it, I'd have to be leaning forward like this. And, I'll, um, I mean, I will say I like yours better than Taylor's. I can't even fucking see Taylor right now. 
<laughs> I'm slow. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so my boom mic on this isn't big enough. It was always okay otherwise. But the new one is bigger, so it should reach over my big 27-inch monitors. And it has a light on it, so you can tell like when it's hot. Like when when you're live yeah. and you're recording and stuff, and it looks great. I saw it on the Joe Rogan podcast, and I was just like, "Wow, that mic looks amazing!" And that that boom mic looks amazing. I started asking where he got it, and the people that make it reached out to me and said, "You know, like let us supply you with them." So I was like, "All right," and I didn't like, "Yeah, just tell us what you want." And I started making a big shopping list, and they're like, "Whoa, you want all that?" Yes, I do. Yeah, so uh, um, it's at the new house. So when I set up over there, when I move my computer gear there, which will be soon, I'll use some new new boom mic stuff. I feel like you need. I think I think it'd be cool if you had a little red light uh, that would light up outside your room that said on air, uh, whenever. Wow, he's he's getting one. He has one, I suppose. With his goddamn shorts. Ah, look at this. This so is I got this for Christmas. It's a it's a light, right? Like it, it just needs to be wired up. And um maybe I'll do it in my new house. This is why you can't buy gifts for Woody. I was just thinking in my head, like, I know what I could buy Woody for a house <laughs> for a housewarming gift. And then I was like, I bet he's already got one. <laughs> it's, I bet it's he's already got one. It's night. You can see it was like machined. It's like aluminum and it, it's 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 heavy. Um, whoever did this, like the materials weren't. I don't know how much aluminum cost, but it was. It's pretty cool, and uh, I just never installed it. Um, you should have gotten Jamal right on that. That should have been his task, right? He can handle that. Um, God damn, I feel weird. I that I don't know. It was like black currant <coughs> flavored, like Theraflu. It was purple and strong. <laughs> I feel so dizzy. So, another thing, tomorrow might be the last payment on my house. Like, uh, I, not the house itself, but the work to it. They did everything. Like, I haven't gone through the whole punch Have list. Have they cleaned? <sighs> You're not getting more cleaning out of them. Um, they came, they cleaned for like five days, and they just didn't, like, so it's clean. If you were to walk through there, you'd be like, yeah, they cleaned up here, obviously. But if you look more carefully, the floor is like, it needs buffing, really. And um, uh, everything else, like the walls and the toilets and stuff are good. Just the floors. What happened was there was so much like drywall dust on it, they mopped it. And when you add water to drywall dust, like it's not the best way. It would have been better to sweep and like vacuum and then mop, you know, to really minimize how much like goop they were dealing with. Yeah. So, um they actually walked around with towels on their feet, like rubbing huh. it. And they did like a couple areas. So it looks great, but there's a lot of flooring to do and they didn't do it all. So, um, they're done though. Like they're done that you're not getting more from them. And, uh, like there's a couple, like there was a cabinet. Noah's Ark was built faster. <laughs> there was a cabinet that, um, that didn't have, it, it's, so you got your kitchen counters, right? And then this one particular cabinet was like off in the side and it didn't have a countertop like it was supposed to. So I was like, just put a wooden countertop on it, whatever. I saw it today. It's shitty. They did a horrible job. Like it doesn't, if you look carefully, it doesn't match. And if you touch it, it's not smooth. Like they didn't sand it. And um, if you don't know, after you sand it, you're supposed to hit it with like, you know, 500 grade sandpaper or steel wool or something to get all the nubs off. Is is there some sort at, at some point? Do you fill out a survey about <laughs> like your your user experience here, like your customer experience? Like when does that happen? Um, <laughs> no, I don't think that happens. I don't think that's part of their feedback. Jesus, I, I I will get to. I gave that feedback yesterday, and we'll talk about that in a second. So now I'm like, like okay. For example, the countertop's not up to my specs, and sometimes I have a hard time figuring out like, am I being a dick or? Is it not supposed to be like a rough, bumpy, mismatched piece of wood that they stuck on there? And when they put it in, they scraped the paint, so now the paint needs repair. And uh, I'm just like, like, no, you suck, right? I'm not crazy. You suck. But it, like, I could try to backcharge them, maybe seventy five dollars off the twenty grand or something that I'm gonna pay. Yep. Or, you know, just like, pay it, close it. You know, for seventy five dollars. I don't know, them, man. I don't even I don't want know. to come back to my house. You know, I, like I kind of do. I kind of <laughs> do. Like I, I feel like you should just keep. I, I think you should like do it twice more. 
and, and then you would be really close to being done because I feel like if they tried one more time and they went back and they got all of that drywall goop out of the grooves in the flooring and if they went back and they sanded any wood that might be a little rough edged if they went back and made perfectly sure that they they don't they didn't poop in your toilets and and leave any shit stains <laughs> like they do one Dude, more trip through. I, I hear you, but there's some value in getting them freaking gone. Like every time I come there, you're going to miss them. They've driven you're on my grass, right? Like it, the, I have a driveway with turns in it and uh, they always like cut the corner and drive on the edge. Now there's like a big puddle there. Gets fucking worse every time they drive these big goddamn vans on it. Um, they they block nails in my yard. I have a yeah, golf course. <laughs> I should have put nails yeah. there. The, 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 the neighbors were fucking, I could see where they'd be driving four-wheelers through uh, my shop yard. So I took some fucking two-by-fours and nailed big nails through them and just threw them out there in the yard. And just like rolled out t- two big, big long, eight-foot two-by-fours out there with nails all on them. And, uh, it's and genius. It's genius. They don't do that anymore. So um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, <laughs> I do love that idea. Yeah. Uh, Oh, oh they, they, in my garage, there's a golf cart. And the golf cart's nice because you used to go all over the land, like to the barn, to the like trees. <clears throat> there's a tree we had to like kind of rescue from vines. I like to go check on it and see if I if it worked or not. And they block it in with their car all the time because they park right up against my thing. Um, the, the, the password has been shared around on the garage, right? Because like Ed was in there today letting the locksmith in. How the fuck did he get the password? I know I didn't give him the new one. But, you know, I want to change the password again because I don't know how many fucking people have it anymore. There's some value in just paying them, <clears throat> locking the doors, and saying, don't come back. How do we get vengeance, though? <clears throat> how do we get our vengeance against that? I know how. So they're, they're, on May 4th, I'm going to court because um, Jamal is suing Ed and I for payment. And uh, this, is, this is my dream scenario. So Ed has billed me for some of the stuff that like Jamal had to fix or, or Jamal broke or whatever. And Ed's going to try to, like the way Ed thinks this is going to work out is he's going to have Jamal's thing thrown out. And he's going to immediately countersue. And the nature of small claims court is that they, um, uh, they like hear your new stuff right on. They just settle it, right? Like, hey, you know, we're going to throw this out. Here's our counter. And they're like, all right, let's listen to the counter and just resolve it on the spot. And um, I'm hoping that in this scenario, I'm going to be like, this is fucked up. Like, Ed's getting all this counter money for stuff he sent, but he billed me for it. I should be getting this, you know? Like, I'm the one who paid for the floors. I'm, I'm the only one in this scenario that didn't fuck shit up. Like, I've been doing Ed's job as a project manager. I've been sourcing materials. All my checks have been on time, bounce-free. Like... I don't know. In my dreams, when we go there, I walk away with money, but we'll see. Be sure. So, so, so please go in there like 100% prepared with like all your photographs and documentation and like have your shit in order because that'll go, that'll go, that goes so far in court. You're, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll have, because I guarantee Jamal is not, does not have his shit in order. And based on Ed's past, yeah. I don't think he has his shit in order either. Like, you don't need a lawyer. I think you just need a, like a, a three ring binder and you're so, you That's got how it. it's going down. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how this works out. Like, it really would be weird for me to be the one that walks away with the money, but, uh, but that would be awesome. Um, but I went down to court today and it's called bonding. So I bond. I made an escrow account against the lien. So now there's no lien on my house. The lien is kind of against the escrow account. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, the way that that probably will work out is it'll get distributed to Ed and Jamal, right? Whether Ed gets all six grand and, or Ed gets three and Jamal gets three or whatever. I don't, it sh- I shouldn't even care, right? You know, who gets the money? Um, uh, that's that. And, I, and the way Ed sees this thing, he's like, you know, yeah, Jamal really fucked this up. I want to be like, you're fuck up too. You know, you think you're better than Jamal in this scenario? You're not. You are Jamal, for starters. You brought him to my house. You gave yeah. him the password. You had this eight-time felon in here doing all his shit. Um, you know, if you think you're not represented by your contractors, then you're full of shit. It is you. You are responsible for this. And the fact that they never seem to own up for being responsible for the work of their subcontractors, it should be embarrassing to them, but it's not. You know, they're just not seeing it. And um, on top of that, like, this is not the only bad sub that was on the project. And, uh, like, all the subs are fussing because there's a guy hanging out at my fucking house today. So Ed's supposed to meet me here and, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to get paid. Ed didn't meet him there. You know how I know Ed didn't meet him there? Ed called me from his attorney's office to work out this uh, Jamal that's shit. That's great. That's right? great. <clears throat> You're like, no, Ed's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't know that at the time. I figured later, like, Ed's not there. I know Ed's not there because Ed's calling me and stuff. Ed didn't show. So there's another advantage of, like, sealing all. They can only put liens against my house while I don't owe Ed. What they're really putting liens against is the money I owe Ed. So once I close this with Ed and get a lien, a final notice of lien waiver from him, then there is, I'm done. Like, all these subs that are unpaid can't come after me. So there's a lot of value in that, too. Just closing the door. Don't come back to my house. What a nightmare, man. What a nightmare. (sighs) Indeed. So um, so that's closing off. All right. Well, all right. So, wait. uh, We kind of got off. um, (laughs) Okay. I remember remember asking you uh, what your favorite meal was, and I don't remember what you said. I think I landed on... The uh, you know I gave you two answers. So if I narrow it down to just one, favorite meal, first one. I really like the Portillos. I like the. Oh, the that was good too. I uh, I hadn't. I think I, all I had eaten that day was like half of a burger mm-hmm. at uh, at the park, and uh, and we went and went and got went to Target and got that that thing for Joe's dog, and then we went and saw Joe's dog before mm-hmm. he was going to go buy it the next day. Appetite's and, increasing the whole time. Yeah, and I was getting hungrier and hungrier, mm-hmm. and I was worried that uh, they weren't going to find a be near a Portillo's, uh, that it was going to be like 50 minutes away, but sure enough, by the time we're done with the dog, there's one 13 minutes away, when we got there, and I got my Italian beef sandwich with hot peppers and sweet peppers and a hot dog with everything on it and a giant order of fries with cheese and... It was worth it. No one knew what to order, so everyone copied Kyle. And it was a good way. I, I, I would do it again. Yeah, I, uh, I really like that place. Uh, yeah, a lot of good food. Chicago's known for good food and puffy people. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of fatties there. Because uh, the food's so good. Yeah, absolutely. Although there were some fast people, too. Like at our paintball thing, there was one guy who was a fucking two, runner. Two. There were two guys that were runners. Oh, man. So so all trip long, right? Like we're like, all right, we're going to dart out front. And, and, and different people were saying they were fast. But they were like normal people, you know? Yeah. Like they, they really they weren't. I don't know if they were faster than me. I'm just a normal person, too. Like and, Yeah, and it ha- it's a lot of time it seems to have <laughs> less to do with how like how much foot speed you had uh and more to do with like how far you wanted to run. Like some people just kind of like, oh, all right, I'll yeah. slow down right about here. And it's just like, no, keep fucking going. Come on. You're right. Some of it's how far you want to run. So much is your foot speed, but also how much foot speed you're willing to go, right? Like, you know, if I go 100% and they go 80%, it's the same speed. It doesn't matter how fast you are. The fact is, you didn't go balls to the wall. Then these cross country guys came. And I played with them on Nuketown before the, the final battle thing. And uh, they're like, I'll go in the front because I'm fast. And I thought, all right, if he says he's fast, whatever. You know, I expected him to be like everyone else who said he was fast on that trip. But then he ran. The fucker could run. He could. Yeah. He was fast. And um, then uh, for the final battle, what people? It was a big match. It was like a hundred v hundred. Maybe does that sound right? Maybe yeah. And it was out. It seemed like it was us and our fans versus like all the open players. That's what they did. Yeah. So it was all the PKA people against strangers, and um, the, and, and you have there's a barrel with a they call slapstick in it, and you basically have to press it and then protect it. And he's like, I'll get there before anyone and press it. And goddamn, he got there. So fast. He was all he alone. Was so fast. He was like, all alone. I ran flat out. And I and to my credit, I had a I had an army behind me. I had at least fifteen mm-hmm. people behind me. I was I was just screaming, faster, faster, run, run, run. But by the when we got there, it was pushed to their side. And I was just like, all right, well let's let, we got it. We just hold this position now. What I didn't know was that what they had done is they had taken two different fields. Uh, that were normally separated by a barrier, and mm-hmm. uh, they put the they put the slapstick in between the in between them, like on the border, uh, and we weren't allowed to push into their uh, field. So at one point, I was kind of already on the border, and I, uh, I I rallied up some troops. I was like, "All right, who's fast? Who wants to come with me?" And like four guys were like, "Yeah, me, me, me." And I was like, "All right, you, 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 and you. You're coming with me." The rest of you, on the count of three, you start laying down all the fire you can. And don't stop until we're behind cover. And everybody's like, all right. So, like, literally, like, 12 or 15 of them start shooting. And it's just that, it's that noise that it makes yeah. when you get that <laughs> <many people laughs> shooting. It's, it's like bees. It's like, ah, just like humming. 
and 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 me and my little murder squad just take off. I've got I've got fucking five Power Rangers behind me, and we're running mm. fast, and we run, 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 and we're pushing deep into enemy territory. We all slide up behind a fucking blue Ford Taurus, and the ref goes, "Too far, too far! <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. You're in their territory." And I'm like, "We can't keep going. Can't keep going." I'm like, "We're killing them. <laughs> too far. It's not fair." <laughs> so I'm just like, "All right, well, retreat," and we all ran backwards. It was. Seemed like bullshit to me. I felt like we should have been able to push them into their fucking spawn where they belonged. We we were so much better than that other team that if they didn't stop us from crossing the midpoint, they would have just yeah. been spawn trapped for ages. There was no mercy when their team would try to come. To oh. their credit, there were two or three of their guys who were willing to try to come and hit our slapstick. We were we were put. We were everywhere. We were so wide this thing. Yeah, was... And they would come running. And, <laughs> would, and then you would hear that, that, that hum of bees again. Hum, as everybody opens up on this guy. Uh -huh. And I was maybe 30 feet away because I didn't want to hit the slapstick. But I was willing to if I had to. And mm -hmm. that fast kid was right in front of me. Dude, he was like, so I there were this. two fast kids, right? One hit the okay. stick. The other one hid behind a tree for like... 30 okay. minutes just like this <laughs> no one knew he was there he'd just take a cover behind a tree if they hit the stick he'd just be like Whoop. he was six feet from it he would have he just hit it right back at one point i i yelled at him i was like hey he was like what i was like is there room for me there he goes <laughs> all right never mind all right, yeah. but yeah we're, we're just we're posted up around this thing and when their guy came for it he came in and he hit it i don't know if we shot him before i'm he sure we did it seemed the like to me that was, we shot him 15 times well the thing was they were running like one in front of oh so you think he, he had cover another like stack Mm -hmm. It was like a human shield for the other guy. It was it was pretty good. It was a pretty good tactic. If they'd had like a bunch of guys with a phalanx going, <laughs> that would have been that would have been the coolest thing ever. But uh, <laughs> but they weren't that they weren't that organized by far. So uh, I think the second guy hit it as well, and I, I figured that counted. But they paid for it. Mm. Like he was running and he tried to stop running. So he like you know you lose all your momentum when you do that. And he tried to like he like turned around and he's kind of like in a fetal position, but crouched. And I can just see the paintballs exploding off his back and his ass and his pod and his head and his gun. And he must have gotten shot 15, 20 times in just a split second. It was just raining on him. Yeah. The other team was brave. I don't know if it was coordination or talent or what, but they were really overmatched. They had two or three guys that were willing to, to like do something crazy to try to score. But we had like five or six guys who were willing to do the same thing and it yeah we there. countless people and and we were so well positioned like we were we owned right we owned the center line so when we needed to hit it we had to go six feet when they needed to hit it they had to walk through like 25 feet of paintballs and it was yeah because because we owned all the way as far as we could but i uh, um, i really enjoyed uh enjoyed my time there i wish i had i meant to use my pistols more but i, I didn't get co2s at uh at walmart but but I don't even know if I would have had an opportunity to. There were so many the people. Bunkering, kind of, sort of. That would have been mean, though. Those pistols hurt really bad, like especially point blank. The the neat thing about pistols to me is how light you can be, because pistols don't use a lot of ammo, so you can bring like what twelve balls in your set, and you're pretty much there in like just street clothes, zipping around, being light and fast and sneaky. Whereas if you have a speedball gear, like the pod pack makes you a fat kid, right? It just does. Like it, it you get a big. It's not a belly, but it's a back, you know, with with pods on it. The biggest love handles ever. The biggest love handles ever. You're shaking around, and then the, the, the speed gun with the big tank on it and the hopper and stuff. You're Pistols. immediately like two-thirds normal speed, I yes. feel like. Yeah, I, I, think that's, I think that's a good estimate. But um, uh, if you have a pistol, then you're kind of like 98% normal speed. Like, you're right there. And, yeah, um, and you can be sneaky and stuff. I, I, I like to use my machine gun as kind of a crutch, though, so for my for my ridiculous play. Like I, I don't want to be really careful. I, I get frustrated if I'm pinned down for too long. I want to be able to like run out and have enough firepower to like hold off two or three people if they're if they're afraid of me. Uh, Here's one and I didn't start like staying together as much as I liked until the end, and then that was awesome. Like when you, me, Joe, and maybe Skeletor, that guy we met with the like fake dreads. He was so enthusiastic. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was. When we started playing together and like, you know, we would talk and, and there was no lack of bravery, right? A lot of people, like when the paintballs are shooting, they don't, they don't want to move. They want to stay where they'll stay alive. But like you, me, and a couple other guys, you know, just like, yeah, I need cover. 
not a problem. You know, you're going to get cover. I'm going to pop up. I'm going to make sure he's the guy who's who's cowering or, yeah. or vice versa. You know, if I want to move forward, then you'll do that. And uh, it was nice to have a, an effective team. Yeah, cool. when I lay down cover fire, I, it's it's with a purpose. Like I'm mm -hmm. I'm making I'm painting the entire area above their bunker with balls to make it like whistle. They like I want be, yeah. I want them to look up to where they want to poke <laughs> their head and just see balls whistling there. There's the whistling, and then I I hit the the outside the window just for this like when the sound is like yeah the punk 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 <laughs> yeah when that's <laughs> happening I feel like there's a, like a cycle like all right it is not time to pop my head up right now yeah when you you're know? in one of those like in in the Vietnam map when you're in one of these plots wood houses and they're shooting the outside it sounds like they're hammering nails into the side of that thing it's boom 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 yeah. boom and you're just like shit what, what are they shooting at us with like everybody gets a little afraid when they hear that mm. it's uh there's definitely something but yeah you need uh you need cover fire and you need people who will give it to you and it's sometimes it's hard to get that but the skeletor guy was so enthusiastic about that shit and uh, when he was playing it uh, first of all i'm gonna guess he was like 50 53 years old somewhere in there he, he he's like uh, gray haired he wears this paintball mask that's like a skeleton with all these dreadlocks hanging off of it and when he's playing he's screaming the whole time he's yeah. yeah yeah get some get some Woo i got you buddy i got you nice try nice try little man not today and he's <laughs> just like screaming and hyped up the whole time calling people out that you know enemy positions and stuff He's uh, he's I like playing with, with him. With. Yeah, yeah, I like me playing too. With him, I thought he was like 19 until he took his mask off. His, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His um, his he wears it's like a, I don't know how to describe the hat. Do you like a fisherman's hat almost? But yeah. it's camo and it has these dreadlocks that come off of it and then a face mask. So you really can't see like his neck or his hair or his face or anything. It's more covered than most people, so you don't get any vibe as to what their age might be. And um, and then when he takes it off and he had he's had a full head of gray hair, and you're like, whoa! I thought he was 19. Yeah, he's not. But he's just got bright blue eyes and he's just like energetic and mm. and I don't know. He's, <laughs> he wanted he's to play with. He wanted pictures like wrestling with Joe or something at the end of the night, and yeah. it, it, it like Joe didn't know how because at first he wanted to like get a picture of Joe in a headlock or something. So Joe was you know uh, he obliged, and then like he keeps going and he's like wrestling him, and Joe's like I don't know, what am I supposed like so Joe starts like wrestling back like kind of halfway, and but he's going all the way because he only's got one speed go 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 and joe's like you know son of a bitch i could kick your ass if you keep this up and they're <laughs> wrestling up there in the grass that was pretty hilarious yes yes and then you were like <laughs> we should make this two of you on and i totally agreed but um i was late to the show yeah so that was um i'm trying to think of some of the other highlights of the the whole thing i, li I like nuketown but our group was so big i feel like we really over infested nuketown i feel like uh like next time if we do it like especially if we do an event where like this one where it's just our group like maybe take the time to to break up and and do like a little tournament of like 10 man teams like, like gonna, it'd be great 6v6 10v10 something like that but 50 v 50 like we did like like, like what was, if what if like each of us had a team like like myself oh. you chiz and uh, that would be, that would be so funny. And, and Joe, if we all had our team, and, right? Uh, and then we and could we do a little, little tournament. tournament. Yeah, that'd be yeah, great. Right? Single elimination. <laughs> see who wins. That's a neat concept. I like that. Yeah, we could we could enforce our own rules. There could you know, there could be a way to take prisoners. Maybe like maybe if you touch an enemy player, you take him prisoner, and he doesn't. He, he has to join. He gets to join your team for the next round. I'd, I'd want to get. I'd want to. I'd want to have some real fun with this. Yeah, that'd be fun. Next time, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, in yeah. July, well, I'll be well. Melting. I know. I think. I think July is going to be their uh, scenario game, the Call of Duty World at War game. So hmm. I think maybe they do like a World War II scenario. I'm not really sure. We'll have to learn more about it. Yeah, yeah. That's what those posters were in that uh, that staging area we were I, in. I, I saw them. Yeah, yeah. So that's their big thing. <clears throat> so oh, I feel um, like shit. I, one of these fucking one of those fans did this to me for sure. <laughs> uh, I, it had. I um, yeah, I. I came home, kind of rested. Oh, I saw all four Game of Thrones. I guess you did too. Yes. Yeah, so I'm current on... The reason I did it is that I spend a lot of time on the internet. Yep. And um, there are people who will purposely spoil things for me. And it was like, I have to see these four or someone's going to fuck it up. Like, it, it'll, they'll tweet yeah. it to me or, or whatever. So, um, so I'm current on the first four episodes. I guess I won't see a new one until May. Yeah, it kind of sucks, but uh, I really enjoy it. <laughs> having that little four-episode uh, marathon. That Have was you cool. seen them more than once? 
No, because I'm waiting to watch them a second time with Kitty. Kitty, Kitty's. Uh, I watched the first episode with Kitty, and uh, and she couldn't stay up to watch the others. So uh, I told her I'd watch them the second time with her. And I don't think I want to watch them three times. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah, just waiting. I, the second time I fell asleep while they were while I was watching. But uh, but yeah, I've seen Surprise. whatever couple of them. What'd you say? I said I'm not surprised. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I so the Joe and I shared a bed at the hotel, right, with Lil Gay, and um, we were watching Game of Thrones on Sunday night, like it was time to watch it. And I kept falling asleep. I was exhausted. It was a weekend of paintball or whatever. And uh, like we're watching it, and he's like, "Woody," I'm like, "What? What? I'm not sleeping." But I totally was. But like, I think I'm snoring. Like, there's no. It's like a. It's not a lie when everyone knows it's a lie. It's a joke. That, that's kind of how it was. And then, like, another time, I'm watching, and I managed to wake up, like, right before it happened, but I'm watching the show, and then, like that, like, he's waking me up with the clap, and I'm like, what? Why would you do such a thing? And he's like, yeah, well, we all knew. And then uh, another time, I don't know if he finished watching it or not, but I think the show wasn't over, and he was out of bed putting his computer into his backpack. And it seemed like it was too late to complain. Like, he had made the decision that we weren't going to finish watching it. And it was like, well, I guess I'm sleeping enough that he managed to, like, turn it off, get up, find his backpack, and yeah, insert it. Right? You know, if it takes you that long, you don't have an argument. So it was like, well, yeah, he's right. I just, I just watched it without you. Yeah. Woody falls asleep uh, just about anywhere he needs to fall asleep. It's You're like, my superpower. It's almost like you had one of those like awful um, occupations in the past where that was something that came in handy. Like, where did you get this ability to like just just doze off and sleep, like 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 a like a World War One French soldier <laughs> or something? I uh, I don't know, but it really is true. Like like if if we were say driving thirty minutes and I wanted to shorten the trip. I could sleep during You that. did. You did. When we were driving to go get Joe's dog, like like we were yeah. all like looking at Woody because he's snoring and uh, like we hit a pothole and like he didn't stir a bit and I was like oh. <laughs> Exactly. I was like when I was driving to, uh, to Boston, I hit potholes on purpose. I'd slam those motherfuckers with my truck. He'd snore a little louder and that was it. <laughs> I mean well, I mean well. <laughs> um yeah, I forget. I, I whatever. It, it was. It was. That was a fun night. It all worked yeah. out well. So um. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the whole trip went really well. Um, uh, my flight back, no no issues. The flight in w- was delayed an hour, but um, all in all, I don't think I had a single issue the whole weekend. Everything went really smoothly. Uh, that photographer guy was uh, a bit annoying, but I mean that that's. What are you gonna do? Shit, everything's not gonna be perfect in life, and it's not like he was a douchebag. He was just a bit weird. Um, Romeo, the uh, the owner of the park, and uh, TJ, his partner, uh, they people. were both super super fucking cool. Yep. Uh, um. Uh, we we heard a cool story that I think we'll say for PKA. I don't think we should say who the story's about, um, but we should just refer to it as the story uh, about the man who owed the other man some money. I know the story. I wasn't sure yeah. where we were going on that. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, the, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a great trip. Uh, met a lot of cool people, lots of good food, uh, and we did some cool things, and those are hallmarks of good trips. It was uh, a all total the fans, win. All the fans we met um, uh, were really cool. <laughs> I didn't meet any weird uh, fans, and there were even some fans that I met who like weren't there for our event. They were just like... You know, they were there on their afternoon playing paintball, and then they recognized me. They're like, "Hey, you're here? What? What?" And even those people weren't that weird. So <laughs> that's yeah. saying something. The, the big, a big thing for me was that the fans were happy. Like, you know, my big fear is that they felt like they didn't get their value, or they didn't, you know, they didn't get the time with us they expected, or or something. But to a man, everyone just seemed to think it was a really well done event. So yeah, we took dozens of pictures, signed dozens of autographs. <laughs> It seemed yeah. like someone wanted something. All they needed to do with that was ask for it, and you know, I mean, we we literally formed lines and got it done. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, that's right. Yeah, then we, I didn't say no to anything the whole time. Did you sign anything cool? I didn't really sign anything. Cool. Uh, no. I signed a lot of like shirts while they were on people. Um, shirts while they're on people. I signed a hat. Um, I think we all signed pretty much the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, that, just just that's any true. piece of Game equipment. of Thrones book. Yeah, that Game of Thrones book. That yeah, was interesting. But nothing really for the record books, like that like that guy's boobs or anything. Yeah, that was bizarre. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So uh, even uh, and, and yeah, there were less weird fans. Uh, there's there's usually some weird fans that kind of creep me out a bit, but uh, that didn't happen this time. Uh, everybody was really cool. Um, even there were some little kids that were cool. Uh, I always like like meeting like the little tiny motherfuckers that know who I am because I think mm. that's bizarre. Um, and the the fields were really fun. I, I liked playing. Um, although Nuketown I felt was like crowded with our group. I think it would have been amazing with a smaller group. And uh, but a lot of the other maps, like the one I don't remember the names really, but the one with the plane fuselages, that was a cool map. Uh, I think that maybe Biohazard was the one with like the bumper cars and the checker building and all that stuff. So before it was a paintball field, this lot, this piece of land, was like a, an amusement park that was kind of running down. And uh, he bought the amusement park, and now that came with all kinds of like obstacles. Like what was previously maybe a concession stand or a ticket booth is now a place where I'm getting cover, popping up behind the counter, getting down again. And yeah. uh, when I think about like ideal paintball locations, you know, like a miniature golf course or an amusement park or something like that, that's real high on the list of what perfect is. You know, a junkyard might be one, but they're dangerous. Um, yeah. But this, it was well done. There's a lot of cool uh, things to hide behind. It's 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 always something different that you're seeking cover behind. Sometimes it's these cool like army crates. Sometimes it's a little plywood hut. Sometimes it's a it's a full on structure that that's you know like it's a concession stand stacked or stacked uh, bumper cars. Yeah. You know, or um, you know, like a, a a torn apart plane fuselage, or or you know, recreating Nuketown stuff like that. It was all pretty neat. So and it's uh it's it's. There were lots of opportunities for a thinking player to, to really do well. Like, there was a couple times where me, you, Skeletor, and maybe Joe and a, you know a couple other fans or whatever were like, "All right, you know, cover, cover," and we were pushing and moving mm -hmm. up and, and taking positions. And we really we took that corner away from the enemy and took the it. The guy with the pillbox, so, right? That made of sticks. Yeah. Is that the one you're thinking of? That was really yeah. cool. that was in one of my favorite experiences. Um, it was just a super well done course. And uh, also, what was neat there is the rental guns. We're good, like very I, good. I, I, as so good I as sometimes anything else anyone else had. I take an interest in people's business models. Like it, it's fascinating to me, and uh, you know, he's renting out expensive guns. Like he's spending a lot more on his rental equipment, but um, because they shoot so much better, I'm like he's got to be making it up on paint. You know, like it, it, as a player, I want to have a gun that shoots as fast as I pull the trigger. As a course owner. I want to have a gun that shoots all the paint that you can, you know, because I'm yeah. selling you paint. And uh, I was like, I think this is just a win-win on both sides. You know, rental players can compete with regulars, and they buy more paint. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to me uh, to to sell someone a, or rent someone an old metal Tipman 98 that's gonna go punk, punk, punk when you could sell them, when you could rent them one of those electronic markers that's gonna go. Brrr, and you're just you're you're absolutely right. And we talked about the price point on the the paintballs. You know, there's mm -hmm. that that seems like you know that concessions and yeah, that seems like where a lot of the the profit margin is built in. Paint uh, is one of the places that a paintball field owner makes their money, right? You yeah. th might think it's rentals or admission, but paint sales is a big part of their their business model too. So uh, selling better guns sells more paint. Yeah, although from from what the way I understand it, like it's uh, it's not a huge boon of an enterprise as far as profits go because there's it seems like paintball is kind of a dying sport in a in a way it's it's not nearly as big as it used to be so is i think it that uh, it seems like it I, I think it's i think it's on the decline there's not there's a there's been a lot of um i feel hmm. like the i feel like what happened was they started marketing it marketing it as a uh, like a kid sport uh, instead of like an adventure support, an adventure sport like snowboarding or uh, mm -hmm. you know something extreme, like so it, that's what it should have been. It should have been an extreme sport. And instead, they marketed it more toward children, and children can't afford to play paintball. Not only like, that, but it hurts. Yeah, it fucking hurts. Like, yeah. like I mean, every, that's what everyone asks: Does it hurt? Yeah, but don't stop being a bitch about it. Like, you know <laughs> Perfect. I, mean? like, I love that. Yeah, does it hurt? Right. It hurts like a second. You know, it, it's a snap. It, it's a, you know, it's um, a hit. Unless, of course, you get shot in the dick. And, and then you can whine a bit. I was thinking that probably would have hit me mid-shaft. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, it hit me right in the tip of my dick, and I had a welt right on it, and uh, and it was so painful that like I felt sick to my stomach. I was like, I was I was breathing. I was like, ah, ah, ah. Oh my God, that fucking hurt. And it was uh, 
It was pretty extreme. That, that was one of the worst I'd ever taken. It is the worst. It, it is. After you got shot in the dick, I checked my pants out. And I have more than one pair of paintball pants. The ones I was wearing, not especially protective. No, exactly. So it's the Empire. The Empire pants uh, are more protective in the dick area. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't like the knees in the Empire pants. So I wore my dye pants. I like the, I like the, the knees in those much better. But they had a little bit less uh, penis protection, apparently. Uh, I also don't like Empire pants because they stole all that gear from us that time. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I might have the same pants as you. I think I had dye pants also. Yeah, probably. Uh, but mine were camo and his were black. But but I I was looking at him and I was like, I think we've got the same pants on. Yeah. Which um, I could use a little dick protection. Just saying. Oh, actually, I could use a lot of dick protection because you know. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts so goddamn much. And if you go watch that video, like that's the last scene of that video. It's me. Yeah, it ended great. Dick and, and you put the camera, the gun camera down, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> I walk in the corner and check it out. That's what I'm doing in the corner. I'm like, I'm like looking at my dick, and I'm seeing that it's got like this big red welt on it. I'm just like, oh god. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> like, I hope you play so through the pain. Oh god, I, I expected to like be pissing blood or something. It hurt so fucking much. It was the worst. I uh I I had a, I had a few equipment failures and they didn't really have there were bizarre ones. Um I had one and it was bizarre. The uh the the rupture disc uh, or the like the pressure disc or something um broke it. It it like ruptured in the uh the tank, like one mm -hmm. of the uh, it's got like a copper disc in there. If the tank gets overfilled or something like that, it ruptures and and leaks all the air, and then it's it's a bit of a chore to replace it. And I didn't have any tools or the disc, so I had to get a new air tank, and that cost me like two or three games. And then the uh, the scorpion tail turned out not to work too well because as soon as I started sprinting and bouncing up and down, it, it was like eh, 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 eh. so. Mm. As long as you don't sprint, it works great, but uh, that's not going to work out too well because I sprint a lot. Um, I am um, my I had I borrowed Kitty's rotor. Is it a Halo rotor or is Halo a totally different thing? It's a different thing. It's um oh. it's uh the die rotor, I think. Okay, so she had a die rotor and that is the thing that feeds paint into the marker for people that don't know. And uh my paint got in the wrong spot. They took it apart. They're like, "I've never seen paint jammed in here. You've got it, it like in all the wrong places." So they cleaned it up, put it back together and it worked fine. I think it might be my fault. Like I um, I have a habit of putting my hand in the rotor to see how much paint is left. Like, that's kind of like what I, like, you know, do I have a full hopper? Or not, yeah, hopper. Do I have a full hopper, half a hopper, etc.? And I think when I did that and pushed that little flappy thing around, I got paint where it doesn't belong. I need a better way to check my paint level. Mm. Or it just, just weird thing happened. Who knows? But, um, yeah. paint was where it didn't belong. It got jammed. And the one time I recorded, that was the time that I had a jam, which is a shame. Yeah. I think I'm gonna play this weekend. I uh, really, I, I've, yeah, I've already got all my equipment, you know, ready to rock and roll. I, it seems only fitting. I've still got so many first strike rounds because I only mm. played a few games with them. I think I want to go play some pubs with my first strike rounds because I, you know, I so, had a thought. Go ahead. I think there's a certain karma justice in that when you were playing in Georgia, you shot that woman in the pussy. And then you got <laughs> shot in the dick. <laughs> oh man, uh, maybe so. But um, but yeah, I, I really had a great time at the event. Uh, there were, but but I I feel like I can't I couldn't show off the kind of regular domination I'm used to because as I predicted beforehand, the better players and a lot more people on the field. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna take my the same rig I was using at that event to uh, to like my local park um, this weekend I think. And and see if I can get some cool video there shooting it like, you know, that that tiny there was last time. Here, here's the lineup. Last time I played, there was an 11 year old black child who looked very uncoordinated. And I'm just going to say it. He was showing the hallmark signs of early homosexuality. Not that there's <laughs> anything wrong with that. I'm just saying he was prancing around and he was he was kind of like flourishing his wrists and stuff. He was he was he was not very coordinated. So mm -hmm. him, his auntie. Lamar and her from sister. Revenge of the Nerds, right? Yeah. The so him and his uh, his mother and her sister, and they were both these really big fat ladies. Like each of them were at least two hundred fifty pounds, more like three hundred. There were lots of little children. There was a small British child. 
I can't even I can't think of a more peaceful individual. Like, <laughs> like that, those are the those are the actors they used to 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 make hobbits. The small small British child, <laughs> like that kid's of no consequence. And um, there were so many, and they all had these Titmans with the with like the clear hoppers, mm-hmm. and you can just see the orange cheap ass paintballs inside the hoppers. They've got the hopper turned the wrong way. Like <laughs> this is so a good gets, environment. Yeah, yeah. So if he gets hit in the front, the lid's gonna pop off. You know, they they they're just they don't know what they're doing. They keep accidentally shooting the ground, and they're they've got the barrel barrel socks on, and they're shooting into the barrel sock, and then they, no one's got a squeegee. So you just know that his gun is gonna yeah. go pop pop, and the paintballs are just going everywhere. And I'm over there with legitimately like two thousand dollars worth of bullshit on <laughs> <laughs> scopes and first strikes. And- yeah, just taking the game way <coughs> too seriously. It's I, I feel like a little pub stomping will uh, will make for some cool videos. So, so I'm gonna try that. I was I, dominant seems like a strong word, but I played really well on day one. You did I? I, I, I watched you. Yeah, you, you had a routinely yeah a bunch of good runs getting five wasn't weird my probably three was average throughout the day a bunch of times i just didn't die out we just killed everyone on the other team and um and you know whatever like we were just real successful the second day i was a little more average i didn't play badly but you know whatever one and a half kd or something just didn't go the way i wanted yeah maybe they got better maybe i was taking advantage of their rust or something on day one who knows I'm gonna find out more about this uh, scenario game that they do in July, and, and maybe I can get what. What if one of us were the general, or something like that? What if we took command oh. of this game? What if he <laughs> was in command of the of, of the game? I, may, they might not be up for that, but but I want to be part of the scenario one way or another. Like, yeah, I, I want to do more do than just stuff. like mindless TDM. Yeah, you know, fuck that. I want to be going to get a want, suitcase or, or yes, kill a right. guy or like take a flag from the enemy. A slapstick or, a, you know, right, some sort of intelligence that we can bring back. And I would prefer not to be the guy who actually has to wait out in that bullshit and grab the flag. I'd like to have like a 10 or 15 man squad with me so I could delegate and, and sit back and watch a little bit, have some fun that way. I feel yeah, like that maybe. would be fun to, to film. I might want to be the guy that gets the flag. I don't want to talk too much smack right now in case All I right, went bad later, but yeah. but Very well, number one. <laughs> we have a plan. <laughs> uh, you want to call it a wrap? Sure. All right, so that was Painkiller Nearly, episode 35. Uh, a lot of recap. So thanks, guys.